0: Podcast, you Got This With Alex. Uh, just before we get into this episode, I want to tell you some amazing news. I have just launched my academy online for free. So if you want to continue on learning with me, all of my courses, my social media courses that can really, really help you um, get to that pro level, really kind of help you, you know, how to do Facebook ads, social media strategy, Instagram dip dive, uh, podcast, LinkedIn, you name it. There's going to be a total of 25 plus courses completely free for you. So go to www.alexhouseofsocial.com slash free online academy and click enroll And you are going to have lifetime access to my courses. There's also live classes that happen on Monday. So that, I mean, it just can't get any better. I hope you enjoy the podcast episode coming up. And I would love to hear it from you. So come and say hello on my Instagram. And I do truly hope that you enjoy this podcast and it brings you value in situations of turbulence there are always going to be winners and losers that's just the way of how the game goes right so as you have probably been witnessing if you have been paying attention there's been businesses and there's been people and brands that have really, really been winning during this time. And then there's others that have completely kind of lost. So in cases like the ones that we're currently still in and will be for quite a while, cause it's not going away right away, right away. Also globally, every single country is doing it differently. It's going through at a different pace, right? There's always going to be winners. There's always going to be losers and that's just how the game goes. So, because I'm an extremely positive optimist consultant and I'll talk about that as well today. What is it? What are the key ingredients that will make you be a winner? How can you get through this time that we're in as a business? If you have a business, if you're thinking of starting one, if you are leveraging your personal brand, maybe you have a nine to five job and you have a side hustle, right? So any of these, How is it? What are these ingredients that we need to really have so we make it through? I want to give a side note that all of these things that I'm going to tell you here today are also an outcome of what happened to my business during COVID. During, during the time of the lockdown here in Dubai, since March, my business took a huge flip, a huge turn. What usually takes me two months to make, I did it in less than even a month. And since then, it has only been growing even more, even more, even more. So I want you to know that none of the things I'm talking to you about are coming from theory. They're coming from what's happened to me personally and a lot of the things that I work with, with the clients that I have here in the UAE and in the Middle East and Europe. The first thing is the ability to adapt. When something like a pandemic, COVID that's been happening, the first thing that businesses need to understand, they need to do is to be able to adapt we can 't beat dinosaurs we can 't be you know like a dinosaur is really clumsy to move businesses during this time of turbulence and certainty, where everything is changing, consumer behavior, the end consumers are changing their behavior every day. We have to adapt. We have to have that ability of adaptability, meaning when we are waking up every day with our creative strategies, with our leadership, with our management, with our staff, with our marketing strategies, with our content, can we adapt quick and fast to what's happening? We can't take a week now to make decisions. We can't have to ask for 20 to 50 approvals. The ability to adapt fast in the moment, in the current day and week that we're in. The second thing, the humility to listen. This is what we saw and we're still seeing. There's amazing brands that have actually listened to their consumers, to their communities, and many that didn't. If you are not listening to what your consumers, your people, your target audience wants and needs and desires, if you're not looking at the numbers, at the analytics, at the comments, at the direct messages, at the retweets, at the emails that you are getting, at the customer service feedback, if you're not, being able as a business owner to listen and then counter react to that. You are really then in the dark because the ability to listen to what your end consumer wants, it's going to be a winning strategy for you. It's not about what you want. It's about what they want, right? Put yourself in the shoes of being a consumer. Now the third one, have agility. If you don't have agility, if you can't make a decision faster, if you can't be okay with failing and then coming up with a new idea the next day, it's not going to work. Adaptability and agility really come hand in hand together, okay? Because you can adapt, but are you going to have agility to maybe jump on TikTok, to maybe change the way you're doing your newsletters, maybe the way that you're doing your delivery? So it's really important to have that agility on how you're going to maneuver through what's your content going to be like. And a lot of these small micro things that need to happen during this time. Now the third, the fourth one, it's a huge one. You have to cultivate positivity and optimism everything depends on the perspective of how you look at it if you want to wake up as a business owner and entrepreneur and think that it's all doom and gloom outside and there is no hope and your business is not going to be okay that's exactly what's going to happen because if you notice everything it's about the perspective Of how we give things if we give things a perspective of doom and gloom and negativity and everything is gonna be bad and we don't know now when things go back to normal that will hundred percent give you all of that negativity for you and all of those results if we look at things with more positivity with more optimism I actually have I'm actually gonna show you this is this is true I actually have this posted here that I keep it as a hundred percent daily reminder And this post, it says, having a positive attitude with your marketing will get you more results. It's amazing how positivity, it's such a underestimated strategy, right? You don't go to university and and hear people teaching you about how to be more positive and how to be more optimistic and how that's a winning business strategy. Well, let me tell you, it is. Because if you look at your marketing strategies, at your tactics with a more positive outlook, meaning... If it works, it works. And if it doesn't work, I got a lesson out of it. We are always learning. We are always growing as businesses. So being more positive, being more optimistic will get you so much further than you would ever imagine. I promise you. So there were a lot of brands that were resistant to jump in, in the digital media landscape, but what this pandemic has done and it still is doing it's, it's forced businesses to finally jump in. And I've been seeing that even with my clients, for example, on a very small scale, I would see my clients every day in my home office or I would go and see them. Can you imagine? That takes a lot of time. Now my clients have learned to love to just jump online, talk to me. I traveled for two months in July and August. I went back to Portugal and nothing changed. Nothing changed business was done as usual when I did that a year before and I traveled to Whoa, I had to go through this whole Educational curve of making sure they knew that it was gonna be okay that things online would be the same this year My clients adapted faster. They understood that, you know doing things online We would just get work done the same. Okay, so I really wanted to put the last line on my slide here that says Conservative businesses realize there are so many opportunities in the digital space. So, there are still a lot of conservative businesses and I meet with them all the time, you know. They are judging social media. We, as business owners, as marketeers, as leaders, we're not here to judge. We are here to respect what works, even if you don't like it. I don't care if you don't like social media. I care that you will respect where the attention is for you today to be a winning business in 2020 going into 2021, we have to understand where is the attention at generation Z, millennials, a more mature audience, moms, dads, parents, kids, where are they hanging out? I always say we have to think of this like parties and tribes, where are people hanging out at? And you gotta go and hang out with them. You gotta go where the attention is. So even the businesses that were the most conservative, have to start and I think are starting to understand that they have to jump in, into this digital social media landscape if they are wanting to definitely be a winner. So, innovation, all right? Let's talk a little little bit about innovation and how innovation is probably one of the biggest, key winning ingredients for business opportunities during COVID, right? innovation is about creating opportunity opportunity doesn't just land from the sky doesn't just come up in your dream at night we have to create every opportunity we want not just in our lives actually but in our businesses in our projects in our side hustles we can't just say oh that person has such good luck no maybe that person is working really hard and looking and thriving for those opportunities okay so what are we doing to have more opportunities during this time as businesses first thing are we creating new concepts my free online Academy is an example for you of a new concept that I came up with it has a backstory that I can tell it later if you want it's actually very interesting Um, but we have to create new concepts are you now going to deliver right are you going to create a kit and you're gonna send out that kit and the person at home can do it. I was doing a training last week for Hard Rock Cafe. You know, I bet everybody knows Hard Rock Cafe, right? So I was doing a training for all of the cafes around the world um, and we were talking about this, about how they could come up with new concepts so people could at home, for example, recreate some of their meals or some of their drinks, right? So are you thinking about new concepts? I remember when COVID had just started and we're all on lockdown, one of my um, friends slash clients, you know, called me up and she was like, I'm struggling, Alex. I'm struggling because my product is a a delivery for uh, businesses. It's very, you know, 90% of the revenue is B2B and I said to her, hold up a second, all the people that are in the businesses in the offices, where are they now? They are home with their families. So they actually still need your product. You're just going to have to now do it for the end consumer. See? So creating new concepts, creating new products is so important. New technology, right? We are seeing new apps arising, arising. We are seeing new functionalities arriving. There's many things in the technology world right now that also with new products and new concepts are happening. Retail. How can we try on things without being in the shop? Instagram filters that lets us put on makeup that we can see how the lipstick looks. What are the colors? And then I can purchase on the e-commerce site. We are seeing so many interesting things. So you have to ask yourself, what are you doing? What have you been brainstorming? Okay. How to take the experience home. Some of the things that I'm pretty sure all of us have seen it here. So many brands and restaurants are doing that. Really awesome kits that you can order and you can cook at home and you can make it at home. And you can try to have as close as possible of that experience at home than not maybe being in the restaurant or in the bar, right? Now, the next thing is understanding new digital mediums. This is an innovation. This is a creative opportunity. We saw how TikTok completely just took over, right? Completely took over globally, right? So what is happening? What are the new mediums? Are we going there? Have we explored? Have we talked about it? Have we started creating content? Have we started to collaborate? Some amazing brands have done such awesome, cool things on TikTok because you have to understand where is the attention and am i going there am i leveraging it right now i'm hoping i'm having some of you guys attention right so we have to go where the attention is at we have to tap into our end consumers where it is and we have to explore now we have to ask ourselves why why did something work understanding some of the things that you are trying why are they working and dig a little deeper your end consumers will always give you the answers that you need if you as a business will be listening. Are you listening? Are you asking questions? Are you asking for feedback? Are you asking, are you doing a little quick survey, right? Are you even like, mm, real example, I got an email a couple of days ago from a app that I love that I even give you guys a free trial on my website. You we have all of these things. It's a hashtag app called Flick And for me, it's one of the best uh, apps that you can get to get all the best hashtags for your Instagram content, right? So a couple of days ago, I got an email from them saying, Alex, we would love to get on the phone with you. And I'm like, what? Who takes the time to email and say, we'd love to get on the phone with you because you've been using our app for more than a year and you've had so many referrals and so many people are using it because you've referred it. We just want to get to talk. We just want to get to know you a little bit and do a 20 minute phone call. This is amazing. Even if I never make the time to have this phone call, the thought that they have had this idea, they've written my email, they want to take the time to hear me out. This is what's going to get you to that next level. This is what's going to get an end consumer and a human to say, wow, That's really cool. I think they care about me. I think they're listening. Okay. So, um, more agility to connect and work virtually. Okay. Now these have also given us more innovative things, right? A lot. The working from home is not going anywhere anytime very soon, right? A lot of us are partially working from home, partially working from the office. And that has actually brought in a lot of other opportunities, for people to connect quicker, to connect faster, to actually understand that they can maybe get more work done and more things can happen because we can connect with people from all around the world and we probably don't have to be traveling so, so, so much and we can even have and be doing more things. During the lockdown, I ended up connecting with so many people in the US and in Europe more than I ever do on my day to day, okay? So the agility to be able to connect with more people for collaborations, for work, for business, opportunities, partnerships. It's something that we've all realized that maybe I don't just need to get on a plane for those things to happen. So it's made us more agile to turn on the zoom like we are here, me and you and connect. Okay. So I would love to know if you guys have any questions so far, any thoughts, type them in. Don't be shy and the team will send it over. Okay. I wanted to show you some cool examples. This is an awesome example from Chipotle. We don't actually have Chipotle here in the Middle East, I think, I've not seen it here in the UAE. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I just haven't. And I've been here a while. Um, But Chipotle is a known Mexican food brand and they did some awesome things and they are still doing during the lockdown in the US. They were were one of the first brands to actually get in the F&B category to get on TikTok. And, uh, and they have such a cool um, handle. It's called Less Talk More Guac. They had a lot of chefs doing recipes. They collaborated with influencers. They even had, they put out challenges and that was like the hashtag Dance. So they really went in all crazy. They also did a virtual lunchtime hangout and I think this is like the coolest thing ever to get everybody together on a Zoom for, and it was like at one point more than 3,000 fans And they featured sometimes celebrity appearances. They did Q and a, they had exclusive content, but they got just regular people like me and you all connecting eating because they were delivering and doing zoom sessions. So, and I've got a couple more examples that I'll show you throughout. Um, throughout here is another one the getting museum challenge was anybody familiar with this one i thought this was so cute so obviously museums and theaters are still closed in many many countries in many cities um i do think we are so uh, fortunate and lucky here in dubai because i definitely feel that In the UAE here, we have a lot more things open than when I talk to some of my friends in other countries. So I think we're super lucky. (laughs) Um, So the Getty Museum Challenge, because obviously museums were closed, they did a really awesome challenge on Twitter. So check it out. If you look at the screenshot on the left, We will challenge you to recreate a work of art with objects or people in your home. So if you see here, you can see the example of the art piece and then on the right hand side, people at home trying to recreate it. And then they even have like, choose your favorite artwork. These are the instructions find three things lying around your house and then recreate the artwork with those items and this was just really 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 fun and they had so many millions of submissions and tweets of people just trying to recreate these art pieces and something so simple and it just went completely viral and it took the brand to a whole other level which is People were engaging and interacting with the brand, which is what you as a business want. You want to create brand. Brand is about creating experience, feelings, and emotions so that people can have a relationship with you and they can stay emotionally connected. Now, how amazing is this? The museum was closed, but they managed to get so many people interacting with them and having fun and keeping them occupied and giving them something to do. (laughs) All right, let's get into the next thing, which is... Building brand, which is exactly what I was just talking about, right? So, building brand, what is building brand? Building brand ultimately is about creating value for the end consumer. What are you doing to provide value that's not a sale, It's not a conversion? It means it's an impact it means that people will remember you because you made them feel something special an emotion a feeling right okay so that means that during this time one of the best things that brands can do is to be present is to show up on your social media to show up on your channels either it's twitter either it's linkedin either it's youtube either it's tiktok or snapchat or or facebook or instagram Did you show up? Are you showing up or are you hiding? Hiding is not gonna look good on you. And even if you don't know what to say because maybe you still don't have a strategy, a simple message to say, we are here for you, we are listening and we are working behind the scenes to bring you something that we believe is gonna bring value to you. We hope you're safe and we wish your loved ones the best. How human is this? How real is this? Businesses have to be human because behind a the business, there's humans running it. And in 2020, going into 2021, we have moved so much into a space where we, as consumers, we want to see humanness, right? Because it's not a machine behind the brand, it's humans, it's going to be a team, right? So, are you being present? Are you having transparency? talking about how you are handling the COVID, how you are handling the, the lockdown, every business is going to be different. It, some businesses, for example, like restaurants will definitely need to communicate that a lot more because you're talking about food and kitchens and cleaningness, right? So depending on the type of your business, are you being transparency about your internal policies, your methods, the way that you are handling things? Are you letting your people know are you showing up this is so important are you creating content that is relevant okay creating content that is not gonna look tone deaf that's the worst thing we can do become tone deaf as a brand It means we're not listening. It means we don't care. It means we're not in tune with the current culture, trends, pop culture, politics, right? We have to make sure that we show up, we have transparency and we are not tone deaf to the things that are happening. Okay. And we have to also understand, and when we were having the lockdown, I was doing three times a week, a live mini class with Alex. And now you can catch me live still every Monday, 9. PM golf standard time for all of us here. It's 9. PM. Um, and so I'm still doing my live classes, but during the lockdown, I was asked a lot, do I sell? Do I not sell you? And now of course we've moved so much forward, and obviously, that's not so much a relevant question but what i want you to be aware is when to build brand when to build impact when, when you want to deliver on impact and when do you want to then sell right you have to pay attention to those two and find the balance between when do you feel you want to be doing you want to be selling and you want to be pushing for that and when it's when do you want to be creating content which mainly it's going to come from your content creating that impact okay so brands are people i wanted to write that in there because i still feel it's very much forgotten when we talk about brand it is about people even if your brand is not for example like mine that my face and who i am is my brand even if it's like Chipotle, we know Chipotle is made by thousands of amazing employees or a Starbucks or any of your favorite brands, brands that you love. We know that there's people behind it, right? So let's not forget to be human during this time, creating content that brings value, not sales, which is just what I was talking about. People interacting with brands. Now this was something that we have now seen at a such bigger, larger scale. What happened was we were having so much time and we are still having so much time. People have started to interact more and more with brands than before because they're at home, right? They're not going out so much. So they're spending so much time on the feeds. They're spending so much time on those Instagram stories or TikToks or Snapchat. They are having more time to interact with you. So my question is, are you interacting back? Are you commenting back? Are you delivering content that maybe it's going to make them laugh? That maybe it's going to be lighthearted and maybe it's going to make them smile. Maybe it's going to make them feel comforted. Hmm? That's going to be of utility. I always like to say content, educational, informational, entertainment, right? Those are like the three tiers, right? Can you do the 3? I always like to say if you do the 3 you're a unicorn, right? <laughs> Cuz that really is that next level of content. Can you entertain? Can you edu- educate and can you provide um content of utility of value, right? So, you have to like ask yourselves Um, discovering new brands spending more time in feeds and stories exactly what I just said now so that means that people are spending more time on their phones so are you being there are you showing up communicating in the modern way sounds so simple right but still it's not being done that much but we are having and we have started to understand that we as brands have to communicate if we are targeting Millennials We have to talk to them just like how millennials talk. We have to behave in that way, right? So are we communicating in a modern way to be contextual to our target audience? Sometimes I'm like, Alex, my clients will say to me, Alex, my ads are not working, or they come to me before they become a client and they say, my ads are not working. What's happening? And I'm like, well, You know it's not about one size fits all you have one ad that has one message and has one creative but guess what in your business you probably have three very different buyer personas so the way that you're going to talk to millennials it's going to be very different on how you're going to talk to a mom or maybe then even a nine to five young male entrepreneur, right? So are we communicating in a modern way? Meaning are we being contextual with the way we are using copywriting the way we are writing our content, not just on social, but our newsletters and our Facebook ads. Are we creating copy that really resonates to who we want to talk to? Even if it's also, for example, B2B. I have a podcast show. You guys can subscribe. It's called You Got This with Alex. And I have an episode on my podcast that I absolutely talk about how to market for B2B, for example, right? Okay. So next thing is video content. Video content. Look at what's happened. We have become so much more comfortable with video content because look at us now here. I'm talking to you guys and I'm at home. I'm in Marina in Dubai. A lot of you might be all over (laughs) and we are doing this through a video. So if video was not for you, something a medium that you were comfortable in or you explored by now, I don't know who is a human that has not been on zoom. (laughs) So we have become so much more comfortable with video content because now it's the gateway for us to connect and it's allowed to have so much more content out there. Like the ones we are doing here today, right? So I'm just looking at the chat here and I can already see a question that has already popped up. So I'm excited to get to that till the end. So, For example, here is just two little examples that I really love, two of my favorites, um, Netflix. Um, So Netflix, there's a Google Chrome extension called Netflix Party. So this was so awesome. It actually allows groups of friends to gather together virtually and watch Netflix at the same time. It comes with a chat room and you can share your reactions. And this is just such a cute, small change but it can make all the difference when we can't be with each other and we wanna watch a show together, right? So, super cute. Um, Another example on Burger King, being really transparent on how they're handling their hygiene they made a video, they've tweeted it out, put it on their socials. And on this video, you see all the measures, all the hygiene measures that they are doing. So when we were talking about what are you doing to be more transparent, to be more authentic about a lot of the measures that you are doing, this is a great example. All right. And then coming up to the end and I love this one because this one really sits at the heart of everything that we have to think about when we are going through this time and we are a business which is customer service or like i call it social care you need to care more than ever now okay for some of us business is really good for some people you're struggling and for some it's even bad so every single consumer that you have you have to like i say you have to hug it you have to squeeze it you have to kiss it obviously in a metaphoric way because it can just be between overnight that they'll jump into another competitor because what's happening is we are consumers are having so much time on their hands. They are going online. They are having so many opportunities, so many choices, not opportunities. Actually, they're having so many choices to choose from in the same category. When you've got someone that is about to convert or has converted, I'm asking you, What are you doing to go above and beyond to really show that you care? And for example, I have a client, it's a coffee brand. And I said to the founder the other week, I said to her, you know what we need to do now? We need to, when, when someone is just at the checkout, I want us to put in a question in there that asks, what's the favorite thing that you love to have with your coffee, right? I'm not drinking coffee right now. I'm actually drinking tea, but uh, you know, when we're having coffee, we usually like to have something, right? Um, I'm not a big donut eater, but I do love donuts in my coffee. Um, and I said to her, let's ask this. And she was like, Alex, but why? Like, what's the point? And I was like, because I want us every week to at least pick 10 to 20 people and whatever it is that they've written, we're going to make it happen for them. If somebody said like me, a donut, we're going to pack a donut on their delivery if somebody said pizza we're gonna give them a pizza you know and these and she was just like oh my god that's so crazy and that's so awesome of course it is it shows that you're going above and beyond it shows that you care it shows that you're listening it shows that you're being creative and this is what building brand is the person will be wow they will take a picture probably put it on their social probably tell their friend and the next time they want to order from you they're going to feel so much more excited than just doing an order so are you listening? Are you being creative? Are you going above and beyond, okay? Are you actively asking? This is the thing, maybe you don't know. So you ask, you put a question at the checkout, you do a fun quiz, you send out a questionnaire, right? You ask if you don't know. Do you know? Are you using CRM systems to know what people like? Are you looking at those platforms? And I love to use Clavio, for example, or MailChimp. Do you know what people are liking? I just did a live class on Monday where I talked about Instagram shop and I talked about the hidden insights that Instagram shop has where you can see the top products that people looked and browsed and converted to the site. So if you know all these things, you are going to be able to do more extra Things for your consumers to go a little bit above and beyond it's gonna make all the difference. for example, when I write there who are your frontliners meaning your social media community managers who are they? Do you have them? if you checked in are they responding to comments how are they responding to comments the way we respond to people on our socials define a lot who the brand is and how the brand is right? I have one of my favorite restaurants here in Marine and JLT is Wokio. I love them because they have one of the best social media presences. Whenever you write or I left a comment, I always get like the cutest and the funniest responses with so much humor, with so much creativity. So, who are your frontliners? Meaning, who is doing your social media community management? How are they doing it? What's the tone of voice? What are the objectives? What are the questions they are they are um, answering? The worst thing is when someone talks to a brand on social and they're silence. <laughs> right? When you tag them, you write to them, you might have even left a comment, you might have even DM them a question and there's nothing out there, just crickets. <laughs> so I really urge you, to look at how you are doing your customer service from the basic foundations to the next level okay all right and i am getting oh here's some awesome examples okay look at reebok stay healthy while working from home tell us what at home equipment you have and we'll customize a workout you can do from the comfort of your living room this is insane you would think reebok will be too busy no they literally were sending people customized workouts based on the equipment they have a home. Literally, for example, I only have a skipping rope. <laughs> right? So what can I do with a skipping rope? Chipotle again. There's a lot going on right now. If anyone wants to hang out, we're going live on Zoom here. I mean, obviously, this is very much their tone of voice. They're super, super casual and super fun. But isn't that amazing, though? When the brand really behaves in the most human way possible. It really makes consumers today in 2020, moving on to 21, understanding that the people behind the brand care about you. And that's the biggest thing. Do you really care about your end consumer? And are you in practicality doing, and I'm a huge fan of the words practicality because with practicality comes execution. Without these two, You are sitting in those rooms having those discussions for weeks, but then things are not being implemented. We have to not have the fear to implement. See if it works. If it works, you keep doubling down on it. If it didn't work, you troubleshoot, you learn and you start again. So my last slide to you is about positivity and optimism, which is what I talked at the beginning of today. It is one of the most underrated strategies that I don't think any business school talks to you about and it has been what has been keeping me in business for four years. I am completely independent self-funded me, myself and I running my own business for four years here in the UAE. And I have to tell you that if it's not the positivity, the optimism, the perseverance to keep going, to have a mindset of let's try, Let's learn. Let's listen. Let's see and keep building up on it. It's what's going to get you so far. It's what's going to get you to grow as an individual and as a business owner too. We have to be optimistic about the future. If we are not, there's already too much doom and gloom. It's already too much doom and gloom out there. Why already be more? Okay. So, if you are in a leadership, if you are in a leadership position, if you are a manager, if you are, you know, if you are an employee, if you are an entrepreneur, if you have a side hustle, um, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're thinking about starting, I just implore you to have a mindset that looks for the optimism and the positivity on everything, not just business. Uh, it's going to get you so so far and that's a wrap for me and now i am so happy to open it up to some questions which i think i've been getting through so let me jump right in on these questions um and let me see here so i've got a question here which is how do you see social media changing with the introduction of 5g um I don't really see there's going to be a huge change. If not, it's only going to keep on augmenting even more. We might be even spending more time on it. So consumption is probably going to rise um for sure so people will just be consuming it a whole lot more because it's going to be 5g faster or better um so the consumption will just keep on going higher which means more people viewing content more people spending time on social more people spending money on e-commerce sites which means that we then definitely needs to get on it and be there understanding if our e-commerce sites are working really well if our user experiences are on point if our checkout processes are good the last thing you want is to have a lot of friction for people to convert on a purchase so you gotta make sure that all the eyes that all the dots are on your eyes as we say um for your online platforms mainly your websites and all of those experiences right And then how can, so let me know if this answered, I don't know if you're still there and you can reply, but next question is how can companies offer more of their services through social by creating content that speaks about that service and that actually highlights how it's going to help, how it's going to fix right what's happened what happens a lot is hire me i'm gonna be the best social media consultant that doesn't get me any far if you look at all my social content it's all educational so when we are wanting to sell a service we have to create an impact how do i create an impact i'm going to help i am going to create content that will help if i am selling any service, my service, for example, if I'm selling a consultancy service, I need to create content that you can actually take and do it or try. And then you are like, wow, this person is actually giving me the steps to do something, or this person is giving me the recipe for, right? Or this person is helping me save on this and that around the house. So how can companies offer more of their services through social? You create content that helps. Does that content help? Can that mom or dad or entrepreneur or 25 year old, does that content going to make them laugh? Is it going to strike an emotion? Is it going to help them with a problem they are having? Is it? So that's the questions you have to ask for the type of audiences that you have for the type of services that you have, because just broadcasting and saying hire me buy this, it doesn't stick anymore right? We want more. Help me out. Tell me how I can, I don't know, tell me how I can like clean my apartment better. Give me some tips and then probably when I'm ready to buy a Hoover, which personally between you and me, I definitely need to buy a Hoover. I will probably be buying your brand of your Hoover because I'm seeing content on tips on how to keep a house clean, for example, right? <laughs> All right, next question. How can smaller startups compete How can smaller startups compete with huge established brands, especially when they monopolize social channels, you don't compete. You are not here to compete, right? You are, and I love a good competition, but when you are small and you are starting out, I want you to stay in your lane. Stay focused to now the noise you will not be able to compete with the brand like a coca-cola or a namshi because those guys have a lot of money media budgets and teams so it's almost like you saying that you want to be lebron basketball but you've never really played basketball and you're not even there yet you know what i mean you want to get to the champions league football but you're still in the little league like we just have to be realistic you are not going to compete what you're going to do is you're going to stay focused on your lane. You are going to be obsessed about creating content that's going to bring value. You are going to be obsessed about having products and services that are relevant to your people. You are going to be obsessed about how do I communicate with my consumers. You are going to be obsessed about your digital strategy. Are you doing your email marketing? Are you are you being on relevant social media channels? Are you on TikTok or LinkedIn or YouTube or Snapchat or Facebook or Instagram? That's what I want you to be obsessed about. I have a lot of content, not just on my free online academy, also on my live classes that I do every Monday, and if you like audio content, I have a podcast where I have so many and many, many tips for small, medium-sized businesses, as that is the majority of my businesses that I work with and that I really have a huge passion to help. Just before coming on here today, I got an email from a client of mine that did say, oh, Alex, Alex, why are my Facebook ads? Why are these Facebook ads suddenly in the last day or two stop performing so well? And I said, well, hello, we are in November. It's Black Friday month. (laughs) So I've been talking about this for weeks, by the way. If anybody needs Black Friday tactics and strategies, jump on my podcast on my Instagram. I've got a lot there. And I said to my clients just before coming on here today and I wrote to them remember 360 strategy We got to go in with our email marketing email marketing. It's free only costs you time and knowing the strategies And I have a free course on email marketing. Okay, are you creating content on more than one platform? Please please please. Let's not put all our eggs in one basket Let's at least be on two to three platforms that are relevant for us. Okay, so you And I will say to you that from all of my experience in working with small, medium-sized businesses, you even have a more competitive advantage over the big brands. You know why? Because you call the shots. You wanna do a meme tomorrow that's gonna be really funny? You do it. Some of these big brands need a week or two to three to get that authorization, to get those approvals. You as a smaller brand business can move faster than some of these giants that just take a little longer to get there, okay? <laughs> All right, let's get to that. Uh, I got my last question here. Oh no, I have two more questions. How can we get away from the serious attitudes that so many businesses have? Be more human. Be more human. Let me tell you a short story. When I quit my job at a very big known advertising agency, they told me, Alex. Nobody's gonna to want to work with you. Nobody's gonna take you serious because I always have different color hair. Now I have silver, but it's usually teal or turquoise, and at the time it was purple. They said to me, "Nobody's ever gonna take you serious. Nobody's gonna do business with you." This was four and a half years ago. I was like, "Okay, that's fine. That's fine," because there was at the time four and a half years ago. Dubai was definitely the UAE was definitely quite different from what it is now, and I've been here for twelve years. And, and at the time that's definitely true. I, I definitely didn't see a lot of consultants having blue hair or, or different color hair, or maybe having the personality that I have talking about business, but I didn't care because I need to be me and you need to be you. And you being you is what's going to give you the leverage over everybody else. There is nobody like yourself. There is nobody like the way you handle your brand. Either it's a business brand or a personal brand. So how can we get away from this serious attitudes? It's by you embracing how you are, how you want the business to be. Always remember if you're the business owner, you're the soul, your soul goes into the business. If you're a personal brand, even more so, right? So by tapping onto who you are, how you are, your values, your principles, the way you see things, the way I talk business, the way that I teach business and social media, it's fun, it's lighthearted. I will dance and teach Facebook ads because that's just who I am. You want me to be serious, I'll also be serious. Um, So being you, being human,